up team welcome to the adapt session where we have intrinsic convos on exercise mindset and life's ever-changing experiences with your hosts joseph and armando you can call him mondo you can call me joe because we're friends now and we got a special guest today we got margaret Sohn. she'd love for you guys to call her marge so y'all can just call her march call her march <laughs> <laughs> check it out and, and joseph gets to call me marge only Sometimes Junior kicks in on that one too, but you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fun name, you know, so we could do it. Maybe, maybe when you guys get to know her a little bit better, you can call her that too. But yeah, go ahead, I'm, I'll take it away, baby. We're just continuing the celebration. Six years of body mechanics, and who better to interview right now than the lady that made it happen, more or less. She played a big part in actually us getting to Castro Valley, so. Huge part. Huge, Huge part. part in it. So, I mean, that's kind of understated right there. And what we're talking about, people, just in case, you know, you haven't been following is we are with a gym called Body Mechanics. We're a big, pretty, um, uh, well, relatively large company. There you go. There's our logo. Yeah, there you go. We okay. are a franchise company in the Bay Area. And our franchise, our facility is in Castro Valley. It used to be in San Leandro. And that move was pretty tough, um, a little rough. But uh, we had a really strong team that helped us do it. And Margaret was one of those really strong people on our team that helped us yeah. do it. Yep. Does it seem well, like that long ago? No, six years goes by very, very quickly. But first of all, I want to thank you guys for having me on as your very first female guest. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Um, I don't know, so, man. We had, we had my brother on the show, too, so. Yeah, that doesn't count. No, <laughs> no thanks for inviting me on so I can kind of share you know, what we've been doing for the last six years and how it all started and um, how I met all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with Let's, let's get start. right into it. Mono, you got let's that get right into that, right? I mean, how long have you known this, Margaret, now? Like, um, well, I met Marlon, your brother, in 2007. And then Joseph um, must have been about 2004. 14, 13, something about there, before, about a half a year before we moved, I think. So yeah, I was about 12, 12, 13. So been part of that body mechanics team for a while. I met Marlon at 24 Hour Fitness in San Leandro. He was the fitness manager. And I know Joseph was kind of interested in how I started thinking about fitness for my first uh, years of fitness. I was not fit. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Well, um, I was not very healthy. I was not very fit. I was actually weighed about 190 pounds and I was uh, about 47 and my son was a high school athlete, basketball player, and he's like, mom, you can't keep doing this to yourself. You're not healthy. Come to the gym with me. So I went to the gym with him didn't know what to do, set up an appointment with a fitness manager, with, not with a business manager, but with a fitness, um, a personal trainer to Question. do an assessment. Yes. Your first time going to the gym, you went with Daniel, you were going to work out with your son? Yep. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> did he lead you through like a workout or, or, or how did that? No. No, he left me in the cardio area and he went and played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Right, right. But he got me there. Isn't that yeah. always the first step that we always tell our clients that 90% of your success is walking in that door. 
Absolutely. That's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. Once you get through those doors, everything's taken care of. But. Exactly. So, you know, as you guys know, 24 hour fitness, big box gym, you're kind of left to do whatever. And I didn't know what to do. So I um, did one of their, was signed up for one of their fitness assessments. And when I got there for that, the personal trainer was double booked and something else was going on. So Marlon jumped in because he was a fitness manager and he, in his very enthusiastic way, said, <laughs> oh, just wait, just hold on, just hold on, I'll, I'll be right with you. And I said, you know, no, it's fine. I can come back another time. Let's just make another appointment at a different time. No, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. And he practically put himself between me and the front door so that I couldn't <laughs> leave. Persuasive, <laughs> huh? Yeah, so I said, okay, okay, I'll just go over and do the treadmill or whatever till you come find me. And so we did the assessment, and I was very impressed with what he told me about me. He didn't say you're fat. He, <laughs> he didn't. Uh, no, was not nice. No, he, um, we talked yeah, about I probably thought that he would say that. <laughs> no, he would not. And, um, I was really impressed with some of the things he did in the assessment, so much so that now as a personal trainer, I use some of the same, I mean, I remember this from 2007, but I use some of the same verbiage because it worked on me, so I figure it must work on a lot of people, right? But it's, it was true. It's not, it's not storytelling or anything. It's true things. So I started training with him, and over the course of about a year and a half, I dropped 70 pounds. That's awesome. Yeah, got strong. And then he moved out of 24-Hour Fitness to Body Mechanics. And I, follow, I followed for a little bit, but then I had to take a break from training. And then after about a year and a half, he called me up. He says, you need to come back. I said, well, you'll be disappointed. I've gained some of the weight back, but not all of it. He said, and I said, I'm still not in a financial place to do it. And he said, don't worry about it. Just come. I have this time at this time. You can come. Let's see how it goes. Let's just come in, see me, talk to me, come have a cup of coffee with me without even a workout. So then I got back on the journey. He was at, he's had actually three different locations in San Leandro. Don't know if you guys know that. He yeah, shared. There was, there was Adams. There was Adams that he shared with Brian, and then on MacArthur, he shared with um, Lee, um, ooh, I forget Leandra, name. right? Yes, yes. Yeah, Leandra, yeah. okay. So he was at Leandra's first, and then at Brian's, and then, oh no, I don't remember. Brian's first, and Leandra, and then he got his own. It was own. all around the same time period, I forget myself. Yeah, and he got his spot on Doolittle, and as you guys know, it was a great space, but there was no foot traffic. And after being there about three years, he lost his staff and he was there by himself. Joseph and I were there all the time working out because I don't know, Joseph. I was there all the time working out and cleaning toilets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, so he lost all his staff. He was kind of struggling to keep his business, grow the business, teach the classes, train his clients. And one day I just said, I'm a teacher. I teach for, I, at the time I was teaching fourth grade, summer was coming up. I said, why don't I get my training certification and then I can teach some classes. 
I don't have to do any training, just teach some classes and take some of that off your plate. And he was very grateful and said, really, you do that? It was, he was almost surprised. And I was like, yeah. So I started teaching some classes while I was teaching at school. I teach all day at school. I would <laughs> run to the gym, get in a workout as fast as I could, and then teach the classes at night at the gym go home, do it, you know, re rewind the next day. And yeah, that's how I got started. Yes, Joseph, <laughs> thank you for raising your hand. Absolutely, I don't want to cut you off because that's, that's, that's a great story. What I was going to ask you is teacher's etiquette. You know, I'm, I'm going to, Margaret, whenever you're talking, I'm in a class. <laughs> well, thank you. Pick, pick me. So uh, while you were doing that, it must have been pretty hard on you, right? Teaching all day, dealing with kids, right? And you know, I know, I know that you love doing that too, but it was, but it was tough. So doing that all day and then coming to the gym, you know, basically smashing a hard workout, whatever we were doing, and then you, you do, do the same thing. Um, and then after that, teaching classes, how did you manage to balance out your time between being a full-time teacher and a part-time trainer? Um. I didn't have a lot of balance. I didn't sleep much. I slept probably four hours a night for a couple of years, for probably two <clears throat> years. Um, and then to throw other complications into the mix, <laughs> after, we, after I got uh, my training certification and all that and started doing that, uh, what is about six months later I separated and so my marriage was gone too so I was going through all of that and moving and everything and the way I did it was I just I'm I love to work I mean I have a very strong work ethic I like to keep busy and I don't like having a lot of downtime so for me it was just a natural thing to keep doing it I would get up real early in the morning to do whatever I needed to do for school, uh, for the, the classroom, the kids, mm -hmm. and I would go in early to the school. I'd usually be one of the first teachers there so that right when my contract hours were over at 2.30, I could leave the building and nobody could say, well, well, I was the first one in the building, so <laughs> I'm going now. And granted, there are times where I had to stay later and whatnot, but that was how I did it. I just, and meanwhile, you know, I wanted to take, the way to take care of myself was getting that workout in. I didn't teach every single night, so that was good at first. It was just three nights a week. Mm -hmm. But then as we got busier in Castro Valley, we added more classes and it became five nights a week. So- You said you were doing that for like two or three years, right? Yeah, something okay. like that. <laughs> For a while. Yeah, I, 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 I was trying to remember, but I wanted to make sure so everybody else knows as well that's listening. Um, so doing all that for that long, when now you're a full-time trainer, right? Mm -hmm. You've made the complete transition. When did you decide that it was that time and that this is what you really wanted to do? Because um, Yeah. I first I, started off just helping out Marlon, right? But now you're like, you know what? I, I, I enjoy this. Right. Well, what had happened at, in the school district I was at, we got a lot of grant, federal grant money, and everyone was very excited, thinking this was going to be great. 
and me being a little older than my colleagues wherever I am so that everybody knows I am the oldest body mechanics person on staff <laughs> but anyway I just knew that it meant more work if we we're going to get a federal grant because federal money there's usually strings attached so we got this two and a half year grant and at the end of the first year we were all like oh my god look at all this uh, more work there extra work they're putting on us and de staff development and they all these expectations with teaching and the kids and then the whole um, bureaucracy of that and the admin coming in and, and I went through a revolving door of principles in 15 years of teaching. I had eight principles and that gets old. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's so my best partner teacher retired. I worked one more year after she retired because we used to do so much together, lesson planning and all that. And it got really hard after she left because there was no one else in my team that really wanted to do that kind of work together collaboration so i decided at the end of that year i came into the gym with the idea the last day of school you guys always knew when it was the last day of school when i came in because i was so happy yes <laughs> the energy the workouts were different you know? yeah and yeah. then i could sleep and catch up on my rest but um i came in with the idea that that summer i was gonna build my personal training clients. I already had, a, I think, two or three. And every time I go back to school, Marlon would give them to somebody else because I couldn't manage everything. So I decided I'm going to build my personal training roster clientele to where I could survive on just that salary. And by the end of summer, you know, Marlon comes to me, what are you going to do? Who are we going to give your clients to? I said, I'm taking a leave of absence, I'm gonna keep my clients and see how the year goes. Mm. I kept my seniority at teaching. So in case, you know, this didn't work out, I had a safety net because you know, I sold me, just me to take care of me. No one was, no, not a second paycheck in the house. So, um, so at the end of the first year, everything was fine. And the school district called and sent me a letter saying, you need to come back. And I said, well, I don't want to. And I sounded like the kids. I don't want to go back to school. Done. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is that you mentioned that we knew when, when, when school was over because you would be so happy. <laughs> and we can also tell when school was about to start because then you weren't, then, then like you were <laughs> like disappearing a little bit. Mm -hmm. and you didn't tell us right away that you were taking that year at that that leave of absence so i remember uh, those of us that were there at the time we're like you know for some for school about to start she is still really really happy <laughs> um, so then the cat was out of the bag and it's like oh no wonder she's gonna stay with us full time now yeah yeah i remember telling marlon he he I truly believe, I haven't asked him in a lot, I truly believe he knew what I was doing, mm -hmm. that, that he could see because the hustle I was putting in to build clients and everything. Um, and so as I came closer and he asked me, I just said, hey, well, if you don't mind, I'd like to stick around. <laughs> I mean, what's he going to say? No. <laughs> yeah, well, no. I don't think he minds at all. Yeah. Especially back then, I don't think it was, he was going to be like, what, you're going to stick around? No. 
And so that was when we were at Castro Valley. That was the second year there, I believe, second yeah. or third year there. And just to kind of backtrack to celebrate, you know, six years of Castro Valley, um, Marlon, Joseph, and myself, and I was only part-time and Joe was brand new trainer, just had a few clients and was teaching some classes. Um, we were the only three who, we were the original three. Mm -hmm. So we put in, what did we decide, Joseph? Like 21 days of work straight or something? Yeah, it was like, it was like 21 to 22 straight days of work, no days yeah. off. And Armando definitely helped. Oh yeah. He was going to school too so he wasn't as available but cleaning out the old gym getting the new gym ready um, uh, we only Saturday. closed one day nope. we closed was saturday and we opened the monday and let me tell you there was a lot of work we did <laughs> you know when i look back at those at those months i i'm still like i'm amazed at what we were able to do because that weekend we were moving, I think all of us were just done. It's like, just get to that new location. Once we get in there, we need, this is how, this is how um, we were looking so, we were so happy that we were finally in a new place. We didn't care about the fact that we didn't have a bathroom. Mm -hmm. we oh yeah. We were happy that we were just working and that we didn't have to worry about, oh, we got to get all the shit from one building to the next. We didn't have to worry about the trucks. We didn't have to worry about going back to the dump i just remember uh that period from like what was it from Mar from april until may it was mm -hmm. even before that it was just chaos it felt like the days just like the days just blended in after a while yeah it was basically the whole month of april because we re we opened castro valley on april 28th the only reason i always remember that is my daughter's birthday but oh um, but we definitely you know pre started cleaning out and stuff probably three to four weeks ahead of that yeah we start we started just organizing so so the move would be a little bit easier of a transition yeah mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. it helped a little bit with all the work that we had to do so that was it, yeah. it helped a lot because i remember how uh, even even with all that organizing we we're all pretty uh i think we were all pretty intense at that point i, I just remember those rides back and forth on that truck with the with all of the the equipment. That was just a little bit of stress, you know. Huh? That's just a little bit of stress with everybody. That's all. Yeah, I think everybody was just like, it, it was stressful. I think everyone just was ready for it to, for us to just be settled in. Mm -hmm. I think that's what everybody was waiting for. Yeah, for sure. You know, for for I guess not not really chaos, but for the extra workload that we had on top of still managing clientele and keeping the classes going, keeping the gym open, like Margaret said. On top of that, we had to do this stuff in between, right? So yeah. exactly what you're saying, we couldn't wait for it to get back to normal. But I think, I think moving forward, um, if, uh, when, when we, if we decide to look for a bigger spot, because obviously that's a good issue to have and we have that issue now, mm -hmm. or our spot's a little small for all the clientele we have, that's a good yeah. problem. It's a good problem to have. As we start to look for the bigger spot, and if we find it, because we want to stay in Castro Valley, so everybody knows we don't want to leave. We love Castro Valley. Yes, we do. As we move into that bigger spot, when that time comes, I think we're going to be better suited for that move since we know what you know everything that comes with it. And yeah. we don't have that leg press machine to move in there. Yeah. I know that thing was horrible. I oh, think God. we put it onto the truck, 
<laughs> I got caught in between the uh, the leg press machine and the and the truck, and it left me a bruise like right up on right up on the uh, right by the heart. Gotta be careful with that equipment, man. That bulky stuff, it'll hurt you. Yeah, my brother was uh, when when he, when it happened, he's like, "Hey, at least you'll have a scar from the day that uh, from the I day that move." Souvenir, yeah, souvenir. That's right. He called it a souvenir. So, March, as yeah. when you finally decided, and you know, I know you had you were dealing with some of those politics and everything at school, and you were just like, "I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm done." Obviously, you wouldn't be doing this if you didn't have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the way, when do you feel like that passion developed from? Okay, training with Marlin, getting fit, feeling better about yourself. Then you know you had to stop for personal reasons. You reconnected with him. And you're like, you know what? You've seen that he was uh, going through it a little bit. He, as you mentioned, he lost all his staff. And you're like, you know what? I am willing to be, become a trainer and, and help, help you with some of the load because you've been such a good friend to me. Right. Through yeah. that process, when, when do you feel like you decided that, you know what? I'm passionate about this and this is what I want to do. I think it's kind of a, it was a, kind of a pay it forward kind of feeling. Um, he helped me, although he won't take much credit for it because really it is as a coach, when your client's doing well, the client's the one doing the work, right? They're the ones you're proud of. They're the ones that, that you say good job to them. It's not a good job to the, to the coach or the personal trainer because the client's doing the work, Mm -hmm. but it was just like, he was very motivating and got me where I needed to be not once, but twice. And I felt like I always have been a teacher in all my jobs. I've either been a trainer of people um, work for Starbucks. I was a management trainer, trained managers, trained hundreds of people through there. So teaching is just innate with me. I love to do it. I love to watch people grow and improve themselves. So it's just a different, um, a different form of growing and improving themselves, becoming healthier and fit. Man, I can't even tell you we we hear it we live it but until somebody actually goes through it and feels how much sees how much better they feel getting more fit i'm not saying you gotta have the six-pack abs and all that i certainly don't have all that but just being healthy being able to move being fit um i get it all the time you're not really 60 and i'm like yeah i really am and they're like, no way. <laughs> the, the things you do, the workouts you keep up with those guys, there's no way. I said, well, it's true. And the effort in. Right. You just do it. Do what you can do. You just start, do a little bit, do a little bit more, do a little bit more. You know, I couldn't always do this. And let's get something straight. It's not, it's not that you're keeping up with us. It's the other way around. We're keeping up with you. <laughs> Hey, well, you, sometimes, you, sometimes with the endurance part, that's true. Sometimes <laughs> Armando makes a really good point. I, you know, we can only hope that when we hit your age, we're able to do the things that you're able to do. Cause that's what a lot of people's excuses are. Right. When we talk to clients, I'm too old to do that. I can't do that. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You can do this. And right. you're, you're a testament to that. Right. Right. I mean, I couldn't do it when I was 45 cause I was so overweight and not healthy and couldn't move. My knees were starting to hurt, you know, that kind of thing, just from carrying extra weight. 
And once I started dropping weight, it's like, oh my God, this is like, this is amazing. I mean, that, I've been on that up and down my whole life. And now I'm pretty much usually on the down for the most part. I mean, we still fluctuate a few pounds here and there, but mm -hmm. that, that is what it is. Nothing major. Um, so just to kind of, I think the pay it forward, you know, is really when I decided I wanted to do it and just help other people because I'm by nature a helper. That helper, makes giver. Well, um, helper, teacher, giver, right? I, I would say those all all fall under the same category and you know for paying it forward. So okay. What what um now speaking of that, now that you're a trainer, you're paying it forward, you feel like you're a teacher, giver, all those positive things of why you fell in love with this profession. Don't forget mentor, don't forget mentor, yeah, mentor. Uh, well, we'll we'll get into that a little bit. Margaret knows she's helped everybody at the gym, and you know what? I'll just say this real quick before we get to the next point. Margaret has been some a really good mentor of mine as well. Um, seeing how um, Marlon or Gio, you guys may know him, Mondo's brother, helped me throughout uh, the beginning of my career, and even now, now to this day. Margaret was always asking me, "What books are you reading?" Oh, here, you know, I got a nice book for you. She give me books. She's given me several books. Um, that really helped uh, change my perspective on things, uh, my mindset, and think of things in terms of growth. If something is challenging, that's okay. I'm, I'm going to get it later. I got to have that, that mentality where as long as I continue to try and um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Continue to try and strive for that, I, I should say, that I'll be able to get it in time. So, Margaret, you've been a really good mentor to me and Armando and, and a lot of the people at the gym. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So, yeah, so just so, go ahead, don't, don't think it's ignored. Don't think that we don't pay attention. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It's, I work with a, mostly a bunch of guys, mostly. You huh. wrinkled in, but <laughs> I know how you guys are about saying how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, look at what, I mean, we, we're guys. We don't share feelings, right, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Stereotypes. Being a being a being a, a teacher and coming into this field, what tools do you feel that you have brought over to being a coach now, a trainer, um, that you were using as a teacher that have helped you uh, make the I guess act acclimate a little bit more? Mm -hmm. So one of the things I that always comes to the top of the list is patience. <laughs> you have to be patient, especially when you have 32 nine-year-olds running around and they're not all doing what you want them to do when you want them to do it or what they, sh you know, whatever. Um, so patience is probably number one that I bring. I also bring, I listen to people. I listen to their needs. I listen to their goals and what they want. Just like with the kids, I would carve out time to listen to each of my kids and meet with them you know individually because everyone needs that individual attention i even bring that into the classes when i teach i go around to everybody i make sure i go around to everybody and check in on them one-on-one -on -one, even though it's a group setting even when we have those classes of 20 you know still going up to each individual um, also just um being able to organize is a big one 
And oh, a really big one that sometimes I don't know that you guys see or don't see. I'm really big on systems. <laughs> so yeah, something I've, I've seen it. <laughs> something I've brought along not just as a trainer, but also to help the gym run more smoothly as we've grown. Cause we went from two and a half trainers, maybe and a half trainer to what do we have? 12 trainers now. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that can get out of control when you grow that much. So as we started growing, I started putting different systems into place for people, you know, the, the fitness assessment, having it, printed out, designing it, printing it out, the measurement sheets, the payroll policies, the, you know, just all those kinds of things um, that I think really help just make the gym run more smoothly. What do we do when somebody creates their profile? How do we, you know, just all that kind of stuff. So organizations, organization and just meeting people where they are and moving them ahead those would be mine and i know i kind of touched on this the other day when we were chatting is that one of the things that i was known for as a teacher was give all the little antsy little boys who don't always behave themselves give them to miss stone because she handles them very well <laughs> <laughs> she can take all those little kind of misfit boys and she can handle them and her classroom still they're still going to learn and her classroom still is flowing and everything so honestly i bring that because you know you guys all know we have a crew crew of misfits that's what we are yeah. <laughs> myself included yes. so it just it just works out you know you I have, work. yeah exactly. well it kind of was a smooth transition i mean you were training you went from teaching kids who were small and now you're working with trainers who are not that tall either. So, <laughs> I mean, I didn't think about anybody, but I thought you were talking about him when you said, when you said two and a half trainers. So no, me, because I was only there at half time. Well, so yeah, I think she was talking, I think she was talking about her uh, current uh, work rate at that, at that particular time. Yeah. But, Anywho, anyways, let's go back. Let's talk about um. Let's talk about the uh, the transition. Let's talk or let's talk about the comparisons. San Leandro versus Castro Valley. Oh, night and day. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's night? Which one's day? <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you like nightlife? Well, considering how cold it was in San Leandro, I'm a nightlife guy. I like to you know sleep on my pillow. I'm good. Um. So big differences, San Leandro, the location, as I mentioned, it was a warehouse location. The space was, if I could move that space to Castro Valley, I would in a heartbeat. I loved the space and the layout and the size. It was really nice. Um, but the location, there was zero walk-in traffic. We had no windows. We had a roll-up door to let light in. Um, it was cold. It was damp. It was not fun. Winters were miserable. Winters mm -hmm. were the worst. And we had a lot of trouble getting good clientele in. I mean, we we still have people who followed us who are great clients from San Leandro, but most of those people didn't live in San Leandro who followed us to Castro Valley. If you think yeah. 
clients. They live other places. Yeah, a lot of them Hayward too. Yeah, it was a hard it was a hard place to to get going. Um, I think that for many reasons, location, um, not the right team in place when he first opened, but um, mm -hmm. no time to do marketing. It, it was just so when we talked when he knew his lease was coming up and he wanted to move we had talked about castro valley and for those people who don't know which is probably everyone who listens to this because most of you don't know me uh, yeah. the, the starbucks right across the street from our current location in the village i opened that store in rannick very successfully for quite a few years wow and okay. so and i knew so new and even though it was 20 plus years ago this community hasn't really changed all that much i still see some of the same people that used to be my customers there okay wow. around town and they recognize me i recognize them um but that's what i loved about that location of all the stores i ran there was just a much more community feel you know people talking to each other meeting there and all of that and so I knew Castro Valley would be a good fit for us. It's a good demographic. There's, it's diverse. Um, and people seem to be more health conscious here than they were in San Leandro in general, I would say. I noticed that as well. I, I think it's here. Yeah. So I was really excited when we started looking and then we found um, the spot in Castro Valley. It wasn't our, we, we looked at a few places for, um, we looked at that, it's now the furniture store Conley's on Redwood Road, but at the time it was just too big for us. It's the, yeah, that two story one, Joseph. Yeah, the one across the street from Safeway on Redwood Road. Yeah, I was yeah. really hoping we would get that one, but- at I was hoping too, I was too. Man, but at the time we just, we didn't have the capacity that we have now, like we were talking about, now that's an issue. We're trying wow. to find a new place. Like right oh, now, that would have been a perfect spot, but yeah, back then, that wasn't. We right. might not have made it if we would have got that spot. Yeah, I don't think we would have. I mean, it, I think it's over 10,000 square feet, I think, because it has an upstairs, too. And the rent was really expensive, too, right? Like, they want a crazy amount? Yeah. Uh -huh. And then the realtor took us, it was funny, um, he took us to another location, which was on hire right next to another gym in town, and I was like, uh -huh. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> that's going to be like we're trying to directly compete with them now. Yeah, that wasn't, I mean, he, you know, he was just doing his job, I guess. And then we, um, he took us to where we are now. It used to be Tribal Stationery or Office Supply. And it was still operating as an Office Supply store when we looked at it. So I walked in and it felt very cluttered because you know all the merchandise and stuff in the aisles were narrow like this. Yeah. And I felt almost claustrophobic in there. I was having a hard time visualizing it open. And Marlon was really good at that. For if you guys don't know, he has great vision. He can see things like how they're going to be later. And so we looked at it and it's kind of, uh, I think we're going to grow out of this place really fast, maybe three years or so. And, um, <laughs> and we took it, he took it. The windows are fantastic. They're a huge draw. So as far as differences between San Leandro Castro Valley, 
in the first month at Castro Valley, we probably had more walk-ins than three years of San Leandro. We had more walk-ins on that first day. <laughs> we were, because uh, my brother and I were in the, uh, in the gym that first day. We didn't have, the bathroom wasn't done. It was still kind of all dusty. Hold up. We had a bathroom, bro. Starbucks, bro. So. Yeah. Okay, we didn't have a bathroom in our building. And I'm looking at Joe, I'm looking at G, I'm like, we've had four walk-ins today. That's more than we've had. And, and my brother Patterson, that's more than we've had the last four whatever years that we were over in San Leandro. Yeah. So that was literally on the first day. Like we I, I remember a couple of things about that day. One, the walk-ins, and two, we were still getting used to the weather over there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and my brother says, oh, you know what? It'll be cool. Let's work out outside. <laughs> and let's do some kettlebell swings outside, right? And we're taking a break and we leave the kettlebells out there. And it's so hot. It, the, the kettlebells got way too hot. So we had to leave it out there for a few hours in order to cool down. <laughs> big, big difference in weather, for sure. Big difference. Big difference. Yeah, because yeah. the Angel was. We don't get the wind off the marina. I remember we used to get that wind off the marina. That was nice in the summer, but not in the the winter. winter. (laughs) I mean, you know. work out in jackets in the winter, man. That's how bad it was. Keep in mind, everybody, you know, if we got some people listening in and from other states, you know, we're we're from Cali, so we're spoiled. Cold to us is probably like hot to you. So, you know. Yeah. We're spoiled. Margaret, why why don't you tell everybody that uh, the, the Larry and Nancy story? (laughs) Oh, okay, this is six years in the making. This is my absolute, it still is my favorite story out of Castro Valley. Shout out to Larry and Nancy, though. Yeah, Yeah. shout out to Larry and Nancy, Castro Valley residents, the coolest people, the coolest couple you'll ever meet. So Larry works for, worked, he's retired now, worked for PG&E, and he came to turn on the gas at the new location and I think it was the first day we were open so he you know we didn't need hot water because we didn't have a bathroom (laughs) it wasn't finished yet um so Larry came in and turned on the gas and you know Marlon could tell he's a fit kind of guy probably worked out and Marlon offered him a free month of our classes you know just get the community coming in coming in coming in and so Larry's like oh cool you know, I think I'll try it out. I think I'll try it out and went home. And later in the day, I think it was later in the day, um, his wife, Nancy came in. Well, she didn't know Larry had been in already. She was visiting the consignment store, um, the boot dress place, forget the name of it. She was visiting there because she loves to shop. Uh, yeah, probably buying a new purse but anyway she saw us open and she walked in decided you know check us out because well what's this new place in town and again Marlon you know because see she's a very fit woman kind of active um, and he offered her a free month of classes well they go home go separately they both get home and they're like talking to each other about their day. And this whole thing about body mechanics comes up. And it's like, oh yeah, they gave me a free month of classes. And they gave you a free month of classes too. So Larry and Nancy have been with us from basically day one. And they still come to our classes. They do training now and then too. Um, use our chiropractic massage services as well. 
and they have been the most incredible members to have around. Talk about building a community. She remembers our birthdays. Yes. Like, <laughs> we don't even remember our birthdays. That's legit. <laughs> you know, and and they really appreciate us and what we so that's what I'm talking about, the whole community thing. Mm-hmm. And we had a little tiny bit of that in San Leandro. Well, we, got, we had a particular squad and we try to make it bigger, but but for whatever reason, people were not very receptive to that. And right. in Central Valley, I feel like that's what everybody's looking for. Yeah, we were tight knit over there in San Leandro. We did have um, a small group, but it didn't really take off until we got to Castro Valley. Yeah. Oh, like the group classes, that kind of thing? No, uh, yeah, yeah. Group classes. Uh, it's the community. It's just the community. community yeah. is the body mechanics community, I guess, because. Um, one of the stories that I refer to a lot too is the last time we did the uh, body mechanics Olympics, how all of us were so united that we all came in the the orange shirts. Right. And compared to all the other, like, this is no disrespect to the other locations, but you can tell which one was from Castro Valley. <laughs> we just got uniforms together, baby. Yeah, got uniforms. That's what we did. <laughs> So we did. We got the uniforms and we came in and we came in as a unit. So that was well, like BMCV. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think um, you know we we started building some community in San Leandro. Some of the people followed us to Castro Valley. I also want to give a shout out to Bob and Veronica because Bob and Veronica. they were love you, Bob and Veronica. We're first love clients, you. I think, right? Those are my first clients. They started training with Marlon first, Gio, and then he ended up uh, making the transition over to help me out because I was a new trainer. So then they became my clients. Well, initially we were training them together and I would shadow him because I had never trained before. I had worked out myself, but working out yourself and do and doing what you're capable of doing is far different than training someone else and learning how to modify and progress them accordingly to prevent injury and get them to their goals properly and in a timely fashion. So he showed me how to do that. And now they are my clients. So that's awesome. You know, it's really, when I think about Bobby Veronica, I'm so grateful that we, that we gave it that one more, one more shot at the, uh, at the farmer's market over there in San Leandro because the first, we did like three of them and the first two were kind of hit and miss. And, and I remember at one point my brother was like, you know, I don't know, we should, you know what, let's do it one more time. I, I'm not really feeling it. And that was the one where you ended up getting Bob and Veronica. So just think about that. Just think about that. We almost, like, there was a decent chance that we almost didn't do it. And if we didn't have it, if we didn't do that, you wouldn't have Bob and Veronica as a, as a client. Yep. And, and we, we had movie. a much more difficult time moving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, speaking of that, since Bob and Veronica helped us with the move. Yeah. Next question, Margaret. And you might have this story, obviously, to tell and a few others. We'll see, right? <laughs> we Let's, time. We can go ahead. Why don't, you, why don't you discuss who were huge influencers in helping the move and the transition from San Leandro to Castro Valley? Oh, well, Bob and Veronica helped in there and they, Bob loaned us his truck. We had a little name for it, the love truck. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> this little beat up Ford Ranger that he really didn't like, you know, he, he wouldn't lend it to just anybody, but hey. Bob has hey. always had, I don't want to say a soft spot, but the utmost respect for Marlon. So um, he's always helping Marlon out however he can. Mm -hmm. So Bob loaned us his truck for a few weeks so we could move stuff, take stuff to the dump and all of that. Um, Maggie and her husband and her son helped Bob. Her Shout husband Al, Al um, cleaned San Leandro after we moved out. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have to do that part. Oh my God. I can't even imagine if we would have had to go back and do what he did. He and his, yeah, Joe, you, know, you wouldn't have hair right now. <laughs> I, I guess I, I can just imagine, I can just imagine Gio. Armando, $20 more. Go ahead and clean the whole gym. <laughs> oh no, he scraped that floor because there was epoxy from the green. He just, it was just a mess. Um, some of the other guys from the other locations, Mallory and Neville helped a lot. They yep. helped us move. Um, Bobby's not here anymore, but he helped us move too. Hey, hey, he helped a lot. Um, I, I, you know, I just can't even, there, I can't even remember. I remember one day when we were, I think it was the day we were actually moving or maybe it was one of the clean out days. But I just feel like there were a lot of people there. And honestly, it's kind of a blur right now. <laughs> it is like, that's okay. If I missed anyone, I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, yeah. We're doing our best to recollect, no worries. Yeah, it was a crazy time, crazy time. It was a crazy time and it was, it was one that was actually worth it because I remember at the time, I was going to class. I was going to class, and I'll be like dragging because I'll be working with you guys the day before or the day after. Yeah. I'll go to class, and then I come back over to the selling angel. <laughs> now you was on it, bro. You was going to school and then helping us with the move. So, so you're obviously one of the big influencers that was helping us out. Exactly. Let's, let's let's talk about the green a little bit. I don't rem quite remember. Maybe you do. Move to the green, everybody. I remember the green. That's what we call our turf that we had in our in our gym in San Leandro, it's the turf, right? The grass. Um, let's talk about that. <laughs> yes. Well, Armando knows that the green in San Leandro was about three times as long. I think it's about a hundred feet, hundred plus feet. It was long as fuck. That's how long it was. Yeah. The, the green in Castro Valley is only 55 feet. Anyway, it had seen the one in San Leandro was just basically like indoor outdoor carpet for the most part. Like, putting green you buy at home depot whatever so four oh, years gosh. of sleds on that thing it was not looking too happy oh man i had a like i was just thinking about like when i when we do the classes and like oh man this sled sucks and i'm just thinking of my and i look at the people who were with us in san leandro so i don't even have to say anything and we'll have clients out like, man, you should have been here in San Leandro if you think this sucks. Right. It was so much longer. And not only that, but I, I always think about back then I was, I remember one of the clients that we had at the time was complaining that she got ringworm. <laughs> and I, and I remember my brother came out to me, he's like, hey, <laughs> you're going to have to, you're going to have to disinfect the, uh, the green. So I mopped that whole thing. And I remember that took me hours. 
Hey, you guys, he's playing live on the ringworm. Our gym's and, clean. And, 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 what, and what happened, Marjorie, when we were deciding to move? What was it that my brother wanted to do? So, he, you know, moving to a new facility is expensive, and business was not where it needed to be. So it was going to cost some money. So he had this idea that we were going to tear up the green from San Leandro and bring it to Castro Valley. And I said, no, let me tell you, the people in Castro Valley are not going to go from that. You're going to open this brand new spot. They want clean. They want shiny. They want the best. We have to give them something better than that. So I don't know if you guys know this whole story and I'm going to come out now, not because I want any recognition about it, but because I know about it. Yeah, I think, know. you know, again, pay it forward, right? How to help. Yeah. I told Marlon, I said, there's no way you can put that green in there. He goes, well, let's, I, I said, let me check around, see what I can find, whatever, whatever, if some other green. So we went to a place in, um, in San Jose and found this beautiful green that we still have and still looks pretty darn good after mm -hmm. six years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, priced it out and everything and and he just I said don't worry about it that is going to be my gift to the gym to open the gym so that it looks good so that we you know it will be okay you know working two jobs you can put some money away and <laughs> so Mars just making it rain like oh I yeah right? <laughs> not quite like that but I just decided to um, again you know he honestly did train me for a while at no cost let me use the facility at no cost whenever i wanted as a client you know come in work out whenever you want whatever so it was just my way to pay for all of that training i had <laughs> oh, wow. and so um when we put the green down um they had to put this infill in and then they do this this it's like a brush on a it spins like this on a i don't know what you call it rotating it's almost like if you look at your vacuum cleaner brush going around oh, it's like that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like oh, that and that, so, that's how they put it down well they put it down first then they sprinkle that the infill in the black rubber stuff yeah and then to get that deep down they do that brush going rolling oh, around like that wow and then remember what happened, Armando, to the wall? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't remember this. I remember it. I'll never forget it. You gotta clean wall. it. I had to clean it and I'm looking at the wall. I'm looking at the mirror. I'm like, at first I saw the mirror. I was like, oh my God, that mirror. And then I start and then I look to my left and I look at the, the wall. I'm like, oh my God, that wall. There's just like a whole bunch of like dust and like accumulation on it. So it took me, it took me a few. It took me a while to get that. Was it really dirty, like like a stain? Yeah. Well, so what happened was they had just paint, you know, I mean, we're doing everything one after the other. The painter had just finished painting and we put down the green. I mean, the paint was dry, but probably could have could have sat another day or two. Yeah. And then this machine they use is basically a, a weed whacker, uh -huh. like a gas weed whacker. So mm -hmm. the fumes, the gas exhaust fumes, were on the wall 
At first we thought the painter didn't do a good job, but it was just the exhaust fumes from the thing. So Armando had to wipe it down because it wow. looked like getting those white spots, you know, all over. And we we're like, oh my God, now they're going to have to come repaint. But it was just. Uh, it was, it was um, I had to, I had to <laughs> hit that wall a few times. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I was there when this happened. I wonder no, why. No, you weren't there. You weren't uh, there. Because it was when, before we moved, you know, it was like that week before we moved. Oh, I the set. Okay. okay. The weekend it was early on. Before, the weekend before we moved all the equipment in. Yeah. And oh, okay. Marlon and I were, were spent the time here, and I think you were at San Leandro more at that time. Okay. So we're kind of splitting. I, now that now that makes sense, I remember you guys were gonna go make a run to the new spot, and I stayed and and held down and held down home for a little while while you guys. Right. Okay. I, I still remember my brother telling me, "Hey, you want to see what you're gonna be cleaning up over there?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, sure, why not? So yeah, it was. It, it you was don't clean. Perfect. I clean the green now. <laughs> yeah, the, the green is the green is one of those things we had to get with the rake, and we had to like keep. Pumping it up and oh yeah, I mean the the rake really helps because pushing the sled and everybody on it, it flattens out the grass. So you rake it the grass so. to make it look puffy again, like new. You know that's why we've had it so long now. The thing that the thing that was funny though was I remember at one point uh, my brother wanted me to do that with the old the old green over in uh, San Leandro. I was like, to I rake it? Is, huh? <laughs> to rake it? To rake it? <laughs> I don't even know how you would do that. I asked him the same thing. I was like, dude, maybe if I just do the vacuum, because this, this rake is not gonna work. It's just gonna. Like, I don't know, bro. He's like, he's like, just like make it, like make it, like puff it up a little bit, man, because it's, it's, it's looking run down. I was like, it is run down. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. It was really bad. Uh, and I know once it got pulled up and he looked at it, he was like, oh, I'm so glad we didn't take it. But I remember we. I was, yeah, I was convinced him too. We had a piece above in the loft at San Leandro that hadn't been used. It just been folded up there. And remember how we put that in the in the cardio area? Yeah, but <laughs> before we got the second back room. Yeah, yeah before yeah. we got the second back room and the more of the black floor of the. That was the best decision that we made was making that all black, making it all rubber floor. That was that was way that was way better. I mean, but you know, I mean, you did what you had to do, just like you said. Like we didn't. It's creative. This business wasn't where it is now. We didn't have the extra finances. You had to make it work. Yeah. It, we we had to adapt to the situation. Hey, I see you. I see you. I see you, Jojo. I see you. Hey, man. And then what did else did we have to adapt to when we grew so much? Then we took over our next spot next door. That's right. So I remember cleaning that one too. Yeah, for people who don't know um, about body mechanics, Castro Valley, we only started with part of our building that we have now. And then um, I want to say it's about three years ago, two to three yeah. years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, 2017. We okay. took over another about eight fifty nine hundred square feet of a business next door. And so, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the, what is known as the champagne room. <laughs> exactly. Hey, exactly. not everybody needs to know that. That's for paying customers. <laughs> or people coming in to do a people coming in to do a consultation. So, yeah. so, so because of that, everyone listening to this is required to come in for a consultation. Yeah. <laughs> 
We could even do it virtually if you can't come in. There you go. We got you. You know. Stay right now. Yeah. So I want to ask both of you guys, all right? And then, you know, I'll come up with some maybe first. Reflecting back on these last six years, uh, you know, what is just, you know, some fond memories you guys have, something you remember. If, if nothing, just say, you know what, I don't remember. It's called kind of together. But if you got something, you know, that you'd like to speak on as far as our time here in Castro Valley, you know, let's, uh, I think now's the time to speak on it. My favorite story. Can I say something first? Yeah, of course. Go ahead, Jojo. While you guys, while you guys think, right? Now, nah, honestly, mine, okay. Mine is just the growth of the team. The growth of the team, the growth of our business. And then of course, the growth of myself as an individual and my personal business that couldn't have happened without the business growing and you know us where we're at and that directly um contributes to this podcast that we're doing adapt session it directly contributes to my own uh, personal business fitness mindset because that's what it means so you see fit everybody thinks that when uh for example my name fitness mindset that it's it's just about having a fitness mentality and fitness as far as physical that's not true Fit, fit, physical fitness is one, but fitness all around, mental fitness, right? The capacity to think with, with logic, with reason, emotional fitness, which also no, emotional intelligence. We all get emotional. That's what we are. We're human beings, but being able to kind of take, um, suppress those emotions when you need to and think properly and make those decisions. So just growth overall, and that wouldn't have happened without us moving to Castro Valley, growing as a team, as a facility, and that which allowed me to grow as an individual. And that's where I am now. So that's my fond memory of the summary of, of our move. Since he gave the sentimental answer. <laughs> Go ahead, Armando. My favorite, my, favorite, what, my favorite is when we switch juicers. When we what? When we switch juicers. Juicers? So for, those, <laughs> so for those who don't know, I'm the juicer over there in Body Mechanics. I, before I used to clean toilets and juice, now I train and do juice. <laughs> so we used to have one of those bigger, bigger juicers over at uh, San Leandro and they used to make a huge mess. <laughs> and I remember, um, I remember I hated the juicing because I realized that it was gonna make a huge mess afterwards. And when we moved to when we moved to uh, Castro Valley, we got one of the smaller ones that we that we're currently using. And I was just like, it, it's a slow juicer now, so now it makes doesn't make anywhere near the mess that it used to. So that was that was something I'm grateful for. Okay. I'm, and like I said, and I'm and I and I love our team, man. We've grown. We we have a bigger team. We have it's a family, man. You know, like. That's one of the things that I'm grateful for, man. Because I, I was there when we were struggling. You know, one of my one of the highlights for me, but it wasn't me. It was actually my brother got the award for Man of the Year, 2013. I remember that. I remember that. Because he went for because 2013 that was probably the, the darkest time. Because that was when he was by himself. I'm with I'm with him every day, and I'm and I'm powerless to help him because I got to do my own. I, I got to go to school. I'm doing that full time, and I'm. I'm helping him as much as I can. I'm looking at this guy. He's a walking corpse. And what do you mean by that? That he was freaking dead. He was somehow walking. <laughs> explain. 
elaborate a little bit so people understand what you mean. What do you want me to, you want me to talk about how dead my brother was? No, I say like his physical appearance. He, he was very, he was, he lost a lot of weight. He shrunk, lost muscle. He lost, lost a lot shape. of weight. And he was very pale. Mm -hmm. He had no color to him. He was, and when he would walk, um, he, he was unintentionally limping. There were times when I'm watching him and I, my heart would break because I would watch him. And there were times when he would, I remember, I'll give you one story that he'll, he'll tell you himself he already told it earlier too um he would after he finished the classes he was teaching all the classes at the time we finished the, the 12 and he wanted to go marketing and i'm like you can't go marketing you gotta go take a nap and he's waking he's still waking up at 3 a.m and he still lives in patterson so that's a long drive and he um he goes no nah, man i gotta go market and he starts getting mad at me he's like we're we're getting so into we're getting so into it that like it's almost as if we're gonna go to blows. And, but here's here's the thing. He's like, I'm looking at him and he's trying. He's like trying his best to like defend himself. He's like, no, motherfucker, I need to go get this. I need to go get my get more clients. I need to make some money. Fuck you. And he's just like doing this. And I'm like, bro, just I'll go hand out the flyers. I'll take care of the marketing. Just go to sleep. <laughs> so what you're saying is. He was extremely exhausted because he was overworked trying to do everything by himself. And he wanted to make more, he wanted to get more clients. And then the story, the funny story was that he got, he had missed later on that day. He, he took us, he, he slept and he got a little bit of color back. And then he goes up and is like, dude, if, if we got in, he goes, if we got into a fight, dude, you probably would have knocked me down with like, just, just like poking me, you would have knocked me over. Cause he was exhausted. Because he was so exhausted. I'm like, dude, and you know, and that's not going to, and, and that's how I knew also that my brother was just like really beat up. I was like, he needs some help. Because he was the only one that was doing it. So when I look back at that, like when he got that award, man of the year, and that one, that, that 180 was one of the best things. Because he started out with just the three of you. And then by the end of 2014, I think we got John by the end of 14 and we had Rob. Mm -hmm. So Bob Gomez. So we had, so that was a, that was a quick turnaround. That was a great turnaround. So that was, that's probably what sticks out, out the most to me is how we turned it around so quickly as well. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I don't know. I have a, you know, six years of stories. I don't know which one to tell. Hey, you know what? How about you? Just, <laughs> you know, no worries. Everybody can wait, you know, yeah, you're, you're the main part of the story right now. You're our guest. Take a second, think about it. And whichever one stands out to you the most, I say you just roll with that one. It's okay. Okay, so going back to community and Castro Valley, I knew that there were a lot of things that Castro Valley does as a community to um, you know, promote business, promote community life. Small Castro Valley is like a small town within a big urban area, right? They, mm -hmm. A lot of people still want to keep it cowboy and ranches and a lot of people here still own their ranches and that kind of thing um but the whole community spirit thing here and i have to tell you one story that only i can tell because i was the only person there was the year that the giants won the world series which year <laughs> which year but there's a couple the one where they had the parade on halloween do you guys remember 2014 that? i was there yeah so 
the village across the street always does this trick-or-treating thing on Halloween for the kids in, in Castro Valley or wherever. And I'm not a baseball fan. So I said, all right, you guys, you guys all go to the parade. I'll come in. I'll do my thing. I'll hand out candy to the kids. And I actually even had a client at that time. This was when I was real new still, because this was the first year we were open, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and it was you and John and the two of you and John and Marlon. I don't know if Rob Gomez, he was there already. Was I don't there. Know. Was there. Yeah. But so I said, okay, you guys go have fun. You all work hard, go to the parade. I'll hold down the fort on Halloween thinking I was going to be fun because I like Halloween, all the trick or treater, you know, all the kids, that's my thing, you know? So I'm trying to train my client. And these kids, the lines, when you guys have seen it now, oh, yeah. the Halloween lines <laughs> over at the village, and then they start spilling over to ah. me. And I was a little bit prepared with like my signature pencils and erasers because, you know, I feel like we're a fitness company. We shouldn't be handing out candy, but whatever, you guys can do what you do. I do what I do. <laughs> And I'm trying to hand out candy and train my client, or not candy, pencils and train my client. And finally, I just had to lock the door and I couldn't deal with the kids anymore. And I remember taking a picture of the line of, from across the way, across the village, I think. And I was like, you guys will never believe what Halloween is like here. <laughs> that, was, that was the first year right uh-huh we on halloween there i was like this could be the biggest little gold mine ever just seeing all these people i couldn't believe it and you already you guys know all the community events i think i love them they're a lot of work i love them but they're a lot of work they're, they're very tiring but i love getting out there and seeing our members even right now this is digressing a little bit, but not really still speaking to our community. Um, I haven't been doing the most intense home workouts, you know, like a, I would do at the gym. So mm -hmm. I've been trying to supplement more by walking because I love being outdoors. And so I figure what better time, you know, we're not stuck in the gym. So I walk a lot. And I tend to just walk the neighborhoods because I don't want to go to like Lake Chabot where I hear it's all really crowded and stuff. I want my social distance. I feel like if I'm walking the neighborhoods, I can walk in the street or wherever to stay away from people. You have no idea. One day I saw three of our members, you know, waving, talking to them. Um, one of the Krasuiskis drove by and was honking at me. That's awesome. I forget who it was the other day, the same thing they drove by and, you know, so it's so nice to, to see our people out in the community and run into them and know that, and they all say the same thing. When are you guys going to reopen? We miss you so much. I can, I can't tell you how many texts I get. When That's are you reopening? That's so I cool. want to be back in the gym. We do, we do too, you guys. We miss that place. We, yeah. we can't wait till it opens. We have no idea when we're going to open again, but we, it's not soon enough. Not, not soon enough. Yeah, I, I think our clients, the community, like just like everything you just said, Marge, is awesome. I think uh, our clients have become our friends. It's, it's, it's great, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
I don't think I don't think uh, we we could have found a better environment to be in. So we're blessed for that. We are very blessed to be here in Castro Valley, and yes, you know, I'd love to see us grow even more and help more and more people, and you know, open other locations in the bay or this side of the bay, something just to help more people. And I couldn't, we couldn't have done it without this great team we have. Um, it's been so, like you talk about the whole growth, it's all of, I've watched a couple of our trainers who weren't super new trainers when they started with us, but I have watched their training styles improve and the way they help people improve leaps and bounds just by being in our environment in a more learning, supportive, um we're always doing the team learning kind of things and mm -hmm. working out you know sharing our knowledge and it's helped everybody so i'm so proud to be a part yes. of all this seriously seriously it's, it's i could, I could agree with you more i agree Mama, you got any you got any closing comments you want to you want to add bro six <laughs> years of body mechanics over here in the castro valley Six years at BMCV, man. Six right, so years. Hopefully many more to come, man, because we are, because we're happy here. Yeah. Well, that, we'll open up soon, like you said. We don't know, but you know, hopefully soon. And uh, for those of you watching this that are our clients or would like to train with any of us, we do virtual online training now, so that we can pretty much train from anywhere. But yep. no matter where you live, we can train you. As That's long right. as you have a phone or internet, we're good. <laughs> hey, Margaret, just to add to what you said. Thank you for coming on to the show. Oh, well, what, Armando? Hold just on. Just to add to what you said about watching us grow as trainers, you also saw me grow because you saw me go from scrubbing toilets and, <laughs> and, and, cleaning, and cleaning the bathrooms and taking care of the gym to now I'm actually training you guys. So, yeah, so see? it's awesome. Moving through the ranks, son. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it after all. You will. Yeah. All right, Joseph, you're gonna take us on the. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna close us out. So unless anybody got any closing comments, if not, Margaret, That's Margaret, Mark, thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you so much. Insight on on Body Mechanics Castro Valley six year anniversary here in Castro Valley. Thank you for the stories. Thank you for joining us. And everybody, we out. Thank you for listening in. Thank you. Bye-bye. What's up, squad? Welcome to the ADAPT session, where we have intrinsic convos on exercise, mindset, and life's ever-changing experiences. You're with your host, Joseph and Armando. You can call me Joe. You can call Armando, Mondo. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say after that. Delete it. <laughs> Let's do it again because we're because it's gonna record anyway. So let's just start it from the top. Okay, so you just take it off. All right. Yeah. Um, what am I supposed to say after that? I forgot. I drew a blank. Check it out. We're celebrating. Check it out. It's been six years over here at That's right. Dr. Okay. Valley. Gotcha. What up, squad? Welcome to the Adapt Session with your hosts, Joseph and Armando. You can call us Joe and Mondo, where we have intrinsic convos on exercise, mindset, and life's ever-changing experiences. Now check this out, what we got for you today, we're gonna to be celebrating six years at our brick and mortar facility in Castro Valley, California, which is Body Mechanics. 
So check it out. You guys will be celebrating all month long, all right? So you get that? Fuck. It's all right. Just go over. Save my part and then do yours. So check it out, you guys. We're going to be celebrating all month long over here. And we're going to be having tons of guests throughout the month, including Marlon. And also, you want to, check it, you want to reveal the next one? And Margaret Sohn. We call her Marge, my girl. So check it out. If you guys want to hear stories about what it was like before we moved over here to Castro Valley, if you guys want to hear stories of the move, you guys just want to hear stories about body mechanics in general, what we did. Just celebrate with us, guys. Celebrate with us all month long. So follow the ADAPT session. ADAPT session on IG. Take care, you guys.